It's time for Loud Pipes. The podcast that brings you the best conversations relating to motorcycles, the riding experience, and other motoring adventures. Here are your hosts for this episode, Rich Warfield and John Maracle. Pipes episode 150. We have another spoken wheel this evening. We have some new voices in the house. Well, one you've heard before, two brand new. And we're going to talk about plans for 2019, events, rides. What are people doing this year? Johnny John, I know you're not feeling the best, but appreciate the effort. How are you, man? Oh, I'm trying to hang in there tonight, trying to get the show under wraps for everybody. Bring another great episode of Pipes and talk about the events sh- uh, <laughs> that we're going to get into in 2019. How's that? Easy. What's in your medication there, my friend? Uh, right now, the cough drops. Cough drops. Okay. I saw Jim Beam fire earlier. Are you rinsing it down with that or no? Yeah, a little bit. We'll, we'll, we'll burn it out. How's that? Burn it down. Burn it down. Well, looky what and, I have tonight. What do you got? You got, you got the bottle opener. We're on video tonight. They'll just different than normal using hangouts i got brother hogan's opener here it goes it's finely crafted piece of metal and i have a hop solo crystal hop ipa from sierra nevada sweet you go to sierra nevada pick it up say what do you go to sierra nevada pick that up nah local store it's a mixed pack so all right let's bring in our troublemakers that are going to join us for tonight Troublemakers in order. We'll just kind of go down the line here. <laughs> this will be a new voice for tonight. We want to bring in Chad Rosenboom. Correct me if I'm saying any of those incorrect. Uh, Chad, no, welcome to the show. Ah, thanks for having me on. You are welcome. So just real quickly, I see a bottle there. What is in your bottle? Uh, I am drinking the finest from Texas, Shinerbach. Shinerbach. Very nice. Very nice. Is that an amber? Like an amber? I think so. What do they call that? But a staple, a Texas staple. It is a Texas staple. And it's one of my preferred favorites. Very nice. None of that IPA stuff. Let's move <laughs> down the line to Jacob Terrell. How are you, Jacob? Good. How are you guys doing tonight? We're hanging in there. Beverage? Wait a minute. I'm glad to be on. I don't see a beverage over there. I am drinking some Arizona tea. <laughs> that qualifies. Qualifies. And Jacob, I met up with, so everybody remembers, I met him up in in uh, New Mexico on my way out west for dinner. Oh, and I forgot to ask. I got to backtrack. Jacob, tell us what you're riding. I have, uh, I have an FJ09, 2015. Of course you do. Of course you do. <laughs> And sorry, Chad, I got to back up. What is your, your steed? I've got a couple of them, but the current one is, uh, I'll claim the, uh, 2014 victory cross country. Very nice. With with little, little tweaks done to it, right? Oh, just a little, just a smidgen, just a smidgen. All right. And last but not least, let's bring in Sir Mike, Mr. Mike Martin to the party soon-to-be podcaster, and he's on the road, so I hope to God he's not drinking anything. 
How are you, Mike? No, no, no. Hey, I'm doing okay, guys. And no, I am not drinking aside from a nice uh, black Maxwell House special roast coffee. But uh, in the spirit of the show, I did load up about five hours ago on a uh, cider with spiked, uh, and I spiked it with a uh, about a quad shot of uh, apple pie moonshine. Oh, man, oh, man. Hours ago, you said, right? (laughs) Hopefully. Yes, hours ago. (laughs) Yes, yes, don't worry. So before we continue on from the live stream there, Mike, Dangerous Dave wants to know if you flash a cut. Said flash the cops at the chicken coop. <laughs> uh, don't have to. They've all been uh, hiding in their pens. <laughs> <laughs> nice. We got the truck, the trucker lingo the going tonight. In uh, in nowhere land. Very nice. All right, Mike. Do you want to start? You want to talk about events or? rides that you're planning on doing for 2019 and we'll kind of get the ball rolling there okay well i do have a hope to need to get over um (laughs) sorry you want me to start with chad (laughs) nope nope i'm i'm clearing the hazard right now okay i on a trailer going up a hill and he's in the middle of the lane instead of using the truck lane like i ever do it buddy else is supposed to um, sorry. No, I, uh, June, there's that, um, is it June or July? The, uh, classic motorcycles on Maine. Chesney. Uh, I, July. Chesney. Yes, I definitely, I think that's, aside from hopefully, hopefully getting in touch with, uh, the guys that are going to do that meetup ride with John in Salisbury. Mm-hmm. If that, if that one still, uh, follows through. Uh, there's going to be at least two people from Loud Pipes on that, and because uh, I plan on being there. And um, another big ride that I hope that I can swing. I haven't really uh, talked to the to the boss about it yet, but the AIM Expo is supposed to be held in Cleveland, Ohio this year. So I'd really like to get up there. Yeah, that's a big one. Yep, that's a big one. That's bigger than Barber. So just to throw out some dates for everyone that uh, Antique Motorcycles on Main in Chesney, we have that on our events calendar. That is July, where is I'm looking for it, John? Help me. July 27th through 29th. And, and the one that he's talking about in Salisbury was the Motomino East Coast Meetup June 1st in Salisbury. Yep. Okay. Uh, let's see. We'll slide down Jacob's Way. If you don't, oh, you've got a handful. All right. <laughs> we'll slide down Chad's way. So I know you're going to MotoGP in Austin. Uh, what other events do you have coming up near or far? Okay. So April, we're looking at that's April 12th through the 15th MotoGP. We're going to ride down there for that. And John's going to join us on that little batch of shenanigans. Nice. And then uh, let's see. Uh, the following weekend, I'll be down in Austin. I'm going to try to hit the uh, the Twisted Sisters or the Three Sisters. Both names. I'm going to try to hit those. Are you planning on doing that same weekend that we're down there? No, 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 no. I'm going to do that the next week. Uh, we're going to go down do some work stuff. <laughs> so while while the wife is doing 
work stuff. I'm going to take the bike and then go find roads. And then uh, probably make a trip up to, if anybody's in the area, the Tallahena uh, Expressway. It's Highway 1 between Oklahoma and Arkansas. Goes from Mina to uh, Mina to Tala, Tallahena. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'll be there. Easy. That's just a hop, skip, and a jump. Yeah, just they do uh, they do the blues and barbecue up there for the pig trail. Nice. Nice twisty road or just back roads? That's what I hear. It's all twisty roads up through there. The one for the one for the Tallahena. That one is one of my favorites. It's a uh, 52 miles and runs from Mena, Arkansas to Tallahena, Oklahoma. It's about a Four and a half hour ride up there. Nice. Do a 50 mile, uh, 52 mile jog. Yeah. I, and talking about that, Chad, I was actually, when I was coming down from MotoGP, I was actually going to try to hit the, the Tallahanna Skyway. But uh, is that in route for you, John? Yeah, it was kind of being route. I can make it in route. It's just that now with the government shutdown and everything, I don't want to use up all my day so i need to divert so that's that's the sad part for me and you're back to work now you just used up your vacation before you're saying yeah i used up a lot of it gotcha all right jacob you good yeah we're good to go you've got you got the corral out got the kid in the pen well he's in his car her high chair right now i gave him some pears and that'll Buy me a few minutes anyways. <laughs> nice. And then I'll go with, throw some more food at him or <laughs> give him a toy. So I hear it'll, we'll work it out. Down. Say again, Mike. Sorry. I hear that hanging them upside down tenderizes them real good. <laughs> there you go. Good option for you. So where are you headed this year, Jacob? Well, there's, there's one ride that I really want to do, and I actually want to throw it to throw it out to Chad and anybody else on the west coast since there's so few of us but i definitely the number one run is to go to durango for a weekend and then do the million dollar highway up through silverton and o'ray and all that for at least one day if i can swing it probably two but Mm -hmm. that's the that's the number one one and then i'm also i for those of you that don't know i just started riding back in july of seven or eighteen. Okay. So fairly new and I self-taught slash have, have a guy that has ridden his whole life. He taught me, but I haven't taken a class yet. So I just taught myself and then went to the DMV and got that part done. But I want to go get a little more fine tuning done on my parking lot skills. So that'll probably be in April ish. My wife's pregnant. So we got another, another little boy doing early April ish. Nice. Congrats. So thank you. Thank you. So either right before that or about a month or so after that, I want to do the class for sure. And then there's several roads that I've looked up here in New Mexico that there they might not be anything like what you guys got back east, but they're still I've been on them in cars or pickup yeah. trucks or and uh I think they'd be pretty fun on the bike. So there's a couple little loops from northern New Mexico like Santa Fe up through Santa Fe and through the mountains, the southern part of the Rockies that I'm looking forward to. And I've tried to look up some events like rallies or 
stuff like that. I went to a rally last year, but wasn't really that impressed. Just there wasn't a whole lot there, and we don't have any bike shows. I'd love to go look at bikes. <laughs> like I looked at uh, the Barber website after I heard you guys talking about it. Yeah, for the museum time. part, and that just the museum just blew me away. Just looking at pictures. That's worth a so, trip alone. I mean, the the vintage festival aside, it's worth it just to go see the museum. You you could easily spend two days there. Yeah, that's kind of what I gathered from the website. Yeah. And there's a there's about four of us from our church that ride and we last towards the end of last summer we got to where we were going once a month somewhere. So we're going to try to start that up again either February, March depending on how the weather is and then do a ride every every once a month for the nice. summer and into the fall. <clears throat> Very nice. Well, since you haven't taken the course, it just reminded me, Chad said, Chad calls that uh, riding dirty. <laughs> That's what yeah. he told me. <laughs> you do instructing, Chad, by the way? Do you do courses? Hey, what? Do you teach motorcycle riding, training? Just for my club. Just for we do, club. Uh, yeah, we've done a couple of parking lot things where we'll get together and get everybody out there so we don't look like a bunch of um, retards as we come through a parking lot. You know, yeah, I've had my moments of those. <laughs> you don't want to look like wild hogs as you head out. Well, some of them could actually ride. <laughs> well, speaking of that movie, one of the rides that I took last year and plan to take again is that ride to Madrid mm-hmm. where they filmed the movie. Oh, really? That's here in, yeah, that's north of Albuquerque, about an hour. Madrid. And it's a, it's a nice little ride. Yeah. We call it Madrid, but <laughs> what's that, Mike? They actually did go to that location for that. That's cool. Mm-hmm. It wasn't just some yeah. There's state. a the Maggie's Diner is there. It's not a diner. It's just a tourist trap with a bunch of T-shirts and memorabilia in it. But oh, the building's cool. there, and it says Maggie's Diner. And they have a lot of like we went in October, and on a Saturday and it was just crawling with motorcycles. Nice. So we parked and set a little coffee shop and watched them. It was like a parade just up and down the main, the only street there. So it's a pretty cool place to go to. Nice. Yeah. It's an interesting one. What, uh, we probably could do a round of favorite motorcycle movies. You guys have a favorite motorcycle themed movies. I know. I'm well, pre- sadly, the, sadly, that's the only one I've seen. <laughs> Well, For we, the most part. We've got to bring you into Harley Davidson and the Marlboro Man. I like that one. I was just about to say, I think that one between Harley Davidson, the Marlboro Man, and uh, Wild Hogs, those two sit right up there at the top. Yeah. The other one I have that I can watch almost any day is the Why We, Why we Ride movie that came out a couple of years ago. I can mm-hmm. turn that on any day if I have nothing going on. Tom... Berenger just did one last year. It was called American Dresser. You probably ought to check that one out. Okay. That's- American Dresser on my list. Well, Johnny John, I know you're not feeling super well, but any events we haven't already talked about you want to discuss? So there's two of them I'll throw out there um, that you talk about off the road. And I think um, Sean Birch talked about this last year, and it's right in my hometown. It's the Old City uh, Rumble that happens in Durham, North Carolina, and it's August 31st. So, something that I've never been to, and I probably should since it's, you know, right down the street. 
Right, right. But I haven't done that. And then the other one that I've looked at in the past, never done it because we always headed off to Alabama, is the Spider Ventures in Maggie Valley in October. So since we're scratching Alabama this year, I might scoot over there and see what's happening over there. Well, unless we have to deliver a trophy. <laughs> well, then you better be ready to go because I'm probably going to be in the mountains. Oh, okay. Yeah, I guess the other, um, what was the other event we were talking about the other day? I totally forgot. Anyway, it'll come back to me. Yeah. Oh, let's see. We'll go back around to Mike a little bit. So think about just rides. doesn't have to be an event, but what's, what is a ride that you would like to take this year? Um, I want to, I have a, a small goal to try to get at least, at least I, I arbitrarily came up with 50 rides uh, around my area. There's uh, Old Concord Mills Road, mm-hmm. Salisbury Road. Oh, well, hey, hey, uh, and twenty one. I want to do those kind of rides. I really want to get some more exploring of North Carolina. Yeah, uh, being in Alaska for thirty seven years, there's only you know basically three roads that you ride there. Anything else, you got to worry about gravel. So, uh, just being down here in North Carolina, being able to ride year-round, I really want to get some get get a good feeling for for North Carolina. Some bigger rides, I definitely want to go. I mean, I'm a trucker, and I just I'm in. I'm in Maggie Valley right now, going over the <laughs> over the ridge, and I'm in a truck. Uh. And I look at these side roads, and I go, God, I really want to get up here and do those. Uh, I want to see the dragon, either the tail or uh, devil's Devil's whip whip. uh, this year. And uh, just basically there's some friends and and loud pipe friends, you, Rich, in particular, as well as John, that I really want to get some riding in with. Uh, That's basically it for my rides. The only other thing is, is just... Well, like I said, those big destinations. Right. I'm also, uh, well, we're talking about rides right now. There's some other things I need to get done this year that I'm hoping to, to start, but that'll be uh, for a question that maybe you're going to ask. So I don't, yeah, yeah, we'll get back around to it. I, um, I guess one of the big rides I want to do is I want to tag up with John and do that loop that you have that includes the back of the, back of the dragon or the back of the snake, whatever it's called. Yeah, the back of the dragon. Back of the oh, dragon. That, that sounded so cool. Yeah. Yeah, I want to do that whole loop this summer. Well, spring, depending on. I'm just gonna stop right there. The spring or summer. <laughs> yeah, the, the loop I have is very awesome. And there's a road that Mike, I think, you know, talking that we've been talking back and forth. There's a road that runs across the river. That's I, I'd probably say it's one of the best. Um my buddy Jason that we ride with loves. I mean, you sit there and it's like, you see like it's angled, right? And you see like the next five to six, you know, sweeping turns, corners. I mean, they're just quick back. Yeah, right on the other side of, uh, right on the other side of Norman Lake there, that river that feeds into it. Yes. Yeah. There's no, nice roads there too. 
this is uh farther up in Virginia. It's it, it's coming oh. off the back of the dragon, so there's a beautiful road. And then you're talking about the um uh what road was you talking about? Squarespur no not Squarespur, where was it? Um Stoke Ferry. Where that campsite is too that you guys were talking about. Yeah, hand. Mike, you're talking about going down Stokes Ferry and um uh, you're and, saying, oh, see, I'm a trucker, so you got to use state code. Uh, well, no, it's in Concord. It's in Salisbury. <laughs> yeah, Salisbury. There's 29, there's 23, there's uh, uh, 601 or 106. Oh, uh, it's 601. Uh, um, it's, um, I'll to look it up. But there's actually a road that you're actually, I think you said that you wanted to go down. That actually will do part, of, that's the plan for the East Coast meetup is the ride loop. Ah, very good. Uh, Bringle Ferry. Bringle Ferry Road, which is 1002 per the map. And, oh, yeah, I do know that one. Yep. And let's see. Bringle. Where's. And Stokes Ferry is 1004. Stokes Ferry. So. Oh, those are, yep. Okay. I got you. Those are fun roads that I've gone down. Um, so I think that's fun. Yeah, Rich, the back of the dragon, I think you'd love. That whole loop is, the loop is an all-day loop. Though. I mean, it's a good, depends on what you want to do. Yeah. Well, like we talked, I I want to I wanna either do it on the R6 or a new bike. You know, the Deuce is for sale. We talked about that. So Maybe an FJ? Maybe an FJ. I'd rather not, I'd rather not ride it because it's for sale. I mean, it's, it is still my bike, but I'd rather just leave it parked at this point. So, where where's the young one going riding this year? Well, I think the if we do the million dollar highway, like I want to, me and and my buddy from church will take our bikes, and then our wives and kids will follow. And then, any chance you can make it, Chad? Think about Uh, doing in the fall. Maybe. I'll call that a maybe right now. We'll have to wait and see what happens in the fall. Yeah, I know. It's it, it's close to me. Like, it's only, to Durango, it's only about four hours from my house. But I know anybody else on the West Coast, it'll be quite the quite the journey. How far are you from New Mexico, Chad? And that's what, Al- where are you, Albuquerque? Yeah, technically just south of Albuquerque, but basically Albuquerque. Oh, it's about a 600 mile ride from I'd say it's a couple hundred miles. <laughs> 600 miles. 600 miles. That's John. That's what before launch for you. Yeah, yeah. Give or take. I'm able to do that in the night. What are you talking about? Not nah, on two wheels <laughs> or three. <laughs> I think we had that? a conversion formula, right? Isn't the spider like point uh, six five miles or something like that? Point six five miles for every mile. Yeah, because because he, he's on three wheels. So we have to have a we have to have an adjustment factor. Oh, you have to re- oh, yeah, you have oh, to oh, handicap them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's the finger. I'm waiting for it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see, Chad. What kind of riding you want to do this year outside of events and stuff like? Well, outside of events, I've actually been looking at this tour of honor thing that they have going on. Uh, I want to start getting into more long rides mm-hmm. and actually being able to take off. Uh, they've got these rallies, um, and the, the tour of honor one, it looks like the one I'm going to do this year. Where does that go? 
it is actually what it is. It is a rally that starting April 1st, you have to hit all of the uh, war memorial in each region or state. Right. And the person who gets all of them in that area is eligible for the Jack Schulmeyer Achievement Award. And there's a whole list of things. There's uh, Searching for the Lost Generation, Sea to Shining Sea, Huey Helicopters, War Dogs, and Canine Heroes. It's, uh, it benefits uh, a lot of the veterans' charities. Nice. Hey, did you hear the one we mentioned last week from uh, Lloyd? Uh, no, which one was that? He's creating a bike for um, the Thin Blue Line. I don't remember the oh, charity that, that... that it's associated with. That might be the name of the charity, but they're unveiling a special bike in February. Huh. That's another one that hits close to home for me. Yeah. yeah. I'll get you a link. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Mike, I have your channel gated pretty hard, so if you want to talk, you might need to shout. <laughs> and then I'll turn it down. <laughs> I mute it every now and then. Okay. Uh, every, especially since I have some turkeys around me, I, uh, I definitely wanted to yell, but uh, I muted myself. So I don't know what Skype's doing to me. I keep turning it down, and it keeps getting louder, so I'm going to stop messing with it. I'm sorry, buddy. <laughs> no, it's not your fault. Hey, Rich? Yeah. So I just pulled up the uh, Tour of Honor site. There are 564 riders registered for it so far this year. Wow, nice. Nice. It's 50 states, 500 memorials. That's cool. Very cool. We'll put the, a link for that in the show notes for sure. Uh, let's see. I guess let's transition to some of the, the bigger events. I kind of want to... We wanted to talk about this for a while. I know John's planning to go to Sturgis in 2020, and I've been to Laconia a couple times. I've been on the fringes of Bike Week in Daytona, but I haven't actually been proper. So I just wonder what people think about large motorcycle rallies like that, like Daytona's Bike Week, Sturgis, Laconia, Myrtle Beach. I don't know. What do you have out there, Chad, um, um, in your there's area? There's not too much around out here. Uh, there's the Bikes, Blues, and Barbecue. Uh, I think that's up in... Where's that at? I think that's up in Arkansas. Yeah, it's in Fayetteville. Fayetteville, okay. That's getting over our way, isn't it, at that point? I have to look at the map. But. I think so. Uh, yeah, it's September 25th through the 28th, but I'm probably not going to hit something like that <laughs> just because you can't really ride. You're going to a destination to go hang out yeah. and drink beer. I can do that at home. Yeah. That's kind of my, my main thing with some of the bigger rallies is like, I don't know, maybe it's just my age at this point, but I'm not really looking to ride somewhere and then just drink all day and then try to ride somewhere else. That's an unwise thing. I think at this point, um, but I do enjoy the riding. So the couple times I've gone to Laconia up in New Hampshire, you know, we go, go for the camaraderie and for the riding, you know, and of course we take in the sights and events of the, the show, but we're mainly there to ride and have a good time. And that's really what I, I try to get out of it. So John, you still planning for that? Start still going to happen. I am. I think it's going to be. I guess I'm not so much looking forward to going to like the Sturgis event. It's more like riding around there and 
hanging out with Dave and Chad come Chad's talking about coming up and Rogers I think on the fence about coming up. I think he's gonna scoot over and Brother Bacon, see him maybe? Or is he in? I don't know. <laughs> you don't know. <laughs> I'll have to make uh, sure I get the beef ribs comes- from down here and stick them in a cooler. Yeah, you better get some beef ribs. You're gonna be in big yeah. trouble. Yeah, get right, some beef ribs before you leave and put them in the bags. And then you get up there and you got them all sitting there so you can have the beef ribs. I don't know. Bacon, you want to go uh, to Sturgis with us? Come on. I don't know, though. You know, if that is if one ride that I forgot to talk about, I do want to get over to Tennessee again a couple of times this year. And I definitely want to hunt down a certain uh, breakfast meat and uh, you know, make fun of his Harley. <laughs> oh, now I know what you're saying. <laughs> breakfast meat. Nice. That's a that's a meat for any any meal, just for clarity, Mike. Well, I just want to confirm that everything is good with bacon. <laughs> nice. Uh, let's see, what other events do we want to talk about? Well, that was the big ones. Um, I'm trying to think of where I was going with the big events. I guess. One of the things I want to talk about was just the kind of events that people like in general. So we've we've gravitated towards things like Barber over the years, and I really like the congregation show that happens in Charlotte. And then my, I guess sort of my appetite for things like Bike Week and even Easy Riders, but that's to a smaller degree. It's sort of waned over the years, so I guess we can talk about that a little bit. Chad, you want to go first? Chad's having some tough I think I think Chad's gone. Oh, he looks frozen. Yeah, he looks very still. So you need to talk to Jacob. <laughs> Jacob on deck. I like I said, I just got into riding back in July, and it's to me it's more about the ride than any destination. I mean, it's so like Sturgis or any of those big ones. I don't know if I'll ever even try to go to. Right. I just I just like going and seeing the scenery. And one thing I've noticed since I started riding was the smells nobody ever told me about the smells but you just smell everything yeah and i love it so i just want to spend more time on the bike yeah there's a lot of cow farms there yeah yeah the senses are in full effect when you ride that's for sure that's cool like i when we start when i once it started to get cold and people started lighting fires and you could smell the fires burning and stuff like that it just you never notice it in a car Yep. And nobody ever told me about it, so it kind of shocked me when I actually got to riding and smelling everything. The the biggest thing is that I could smell rain. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> All right, Chad, smelling are you back? We see you. A, yeah, I think so. All right, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, we're good. No, then I'm good. <laughs> go ahead, Chad. He might not have heard the question, actually. I did not. So we were talking about what type of events you gravitate to in general. And I was just explaining how I've, I've sort of moved away from things like bike week and even easy riders to a smaller degree and, and more towards things like barber and the congregation show. And, and then I, I actually like just doing the meetup rides. You know, the one we did in Gettysburg was a ton of fun. I'd like to do that more often, you know, more than just once a year. Yeah, that would, um, the meetup rides really are something I would rather be doing than, you know, going down to 
something like uh, Laconia, uh, Thunder on the Beach. You know, yeah, it's just not my thing. I would like to get to. There is two events in Daytona I'd like to hit. There's the big custom show. I think it's called the the Rats Hole Custom Show. Uh huh. And then the what is that race they do now? That the Billy Lane puts on. I forget what it's called, but the where they race the antique bikes on the track. Those two I would definitely like to still do. And then of course they they happen during the bike week, so I have to go during that time. Yeah, stuff like that sounds interesting. It's just in New Mexico there's nothing like that. So I I would love to do an East Coast trip one of these years, but with two young kids it's not gonna happen for a few anyways. Yeah. Uh thanks. So like that yeah, race of gentlemen. Thanks, Dangerous Dave. Like stuff like that, or barber, or any bike shows where, because like I said, I went to one rally last year, but it was there were no bikes. The only time you could look at bikes was if you walked around the parking lot. Right. <laughs> so I'd well, love to go to some custom shows or something like that. Well, even let's think of smaller events like little bike nights in your area. So do you have like Cycle Gear or any local restaurants or pubs that will do a little bike night? Yeah, there's a Cycle Gear that has one every Tuesday when the weather's nice. And then there's a Facebook group that tries to put one together here in Albuquerque every every month or so, every other week or so. And I wanted to get involved in those, but my schedule is pretty hectic most of the time. So like Wednesday night, Thursday night, Friday night, Saturday night, either me or my wife is busy. Yeah. So the bike nights are on Tuesday night, so I'm technically available. But with the other nights so busy, it's like, well, do I want to just go all the time? Or sometimes you need to take a break and relax and just spend some time at home. Yeah. Yeah, it's good for for meeting people, seeing different bikes. But especially in your local area, it's good to find people to ride with. Yeah, you know, I, I do find, at least in this area, the, the crowds will um, will favor a certain type of destination. So like Cycle Gear, in a lot of areas, I understand, is very sport bike heavy. You know, here... It was kind of a mix. You know, it may have been a little more sport bikes than other bikes, but it was a pretty good mix. And then, yeah, you go I, would, to, I would say for groups that I know about, because, you know, it's nobody really around me, um, I would recommend people riding, you know, find a group that you want to ride with. You are right. Cycle Gear kind of leans more towards the sport bike riders. Um, I know there's a Raleigh Facebook group page that ride, and they're pretty sport bike and they are pretty aggressive as well or more sporty riders mm-hmm. they're probably good people but still it's not my exact ride style the other one jacob and same thing i'll throw out is i'm not sure if you looked at moto amino um there is a state chat in moto amino i uh, have but when I, I haven't looked lately but when i did look back in the middle of the summer into the summer mm-hmm. new mexico had like nobody Yeah. Yeah, it's one of those things. So, you know, just fire it off and see what happens. I mean, yeah. Yeah, Max Speed Shop around here does a good bike night as well. That will tend to be more of a cruiser crowd um, for the most part, but it is still mixed. And then one of the better ones I haven't been in a long time was Christopher's here in Matthews. Used to have a real good bike night, good good mix of people as well. And I know Chad does one. You guys, what's the name of that taco place? Oh, you guys um, want to? Fuzzies. Fuzzies. Yeah, they uh, they do one every now and then. Uh, that's kind of fallen to the wayside. Uh, around here, you have the 
Um, every Sunday they do a bikes and coffee mm. on the square. And there's a very large contingent of bikes that are down there. And there's a full mixed bag. You can be down there and see a 62 Honda. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was an old triumph last time we went. Uh, and then a 2017, uh, Indian chieftain was sitting there right next to it. Nice. That's a nice mix. It's a, yeah, it's, and there's no Harley centric or anything like that. Harley Davidson dealerships actually, uh, populate the United States. You know, you're going to be, you you go check out every weekend, one of these, uh, dealerships, they usually have get togethers with the hog group. Yep. If it's a good group, it's gonna they're they're not gonna care what you're there what you're on. They're gonna ride with you. If it's not another if it's not a good group, well another dealership ain't too far away, I'm sure. Mike, have yeah. you have you taken in any local events since you've been in North Carolina? Other than the ones we've been to together? <laughs> yeah. I did uh I did do one hog ride. Uh, I kind of broke up, but it was cool to, you know, we met up, we met up at uh, the Salisbury, Tilly, Harley, Davidson on the weekend. Yeah. Uh, loaded up on some, on coffee and free hamburger and hot dogs, chips, and then headed out. And then the group went one way and then people just started splitting off. And since I don't have communication, it just... You know, it was, when it was time for me to split off, that's what I did. And that was cool. But I only did that once so far, other than other stuff that you and I have done. <laughs> Dangerous Dave says, uh, there's a McDonald's by him does uh, bike nights from three to six. It's not, not exactly night, but that's funny. <laughs> yeah. And he also said there's a lot of them do it Sunday during the day. So. Yeah. <laughs> Which is cool. I mean, but, you know, it's kind of one of those things, riding season up there is shorter, so more people come out, I think, in the summertime, the stuff is out, so. Yeah. Yeah, I like I like what Chad was saying, the, what is it, bikes and caffeine, or? Uh, bikes and coffee. Bikes and coffee, yeah, because I'm a frequenter of the cars and coffee events around here, but there's not one like that for bikes. Maybe that's what we should start. Oh, the, we, the, didn't you say that they just continued it? I even stopped looking. They keep moving the venue, Mike. That's the only problem. That's what it is. Yeah. Go ahead, Chad. Uh, the coffee at the uh, coffee place that they have, it's absolutely horrendous. Oh, geez. <laughs> well, that's what you get with Starbucks. What do you expect? It's not a Starbucks. It's a little hole-in-the-wall oh. place, and the coffee absolutely sucks. Oh man, that's rough. But then I've become I've become spoiled with my coffee. They have they have one of those coffee rides here in Albuquerque too. I've seen it on Facebook, but they do it on Saturday mornings, and I work on Saturdays, so it's that's one thing I'm going to work on this year is trying to get Saturdays off. You get and some I'll miles probably start on that FJ. hitting up some of those. <laughs> Go ahead, Mike. I think I cut you off there. Oh no, I was just I was just saying that my. My initial comment still stands. Yeah, the challenge. Um, so, cars and coffee. I find a couple of bikes there, but it's there's there's not enough t- to say so. So I, I don't know. Maybe we find another 
another event that happens that's more casual like that. Because I, I think well, co- I think bikes and coffee would be perfect to meet up, have coffee, have some breakfast, and then you could all go ride. You know, <laughs> especially if the weather's nice. Well, that's what they do here. Uh, that coats for kids ride that we did around here uh, in December. It was 42 degrees and there was still easy a thousand bikes that showed up. Wow. What's the biggest ride you've ever done, Chad, in terms of bikes? Um, I think that's, that's about it. That's about it. it. That one. And then there was a kill 22 or 22 kill, uh, two years ago. I did that bikes are just lined up for, it seemed like miles. Mm. Uh, the uh, Coats for Kids ride, uh, we got back to, we were in the first 30. When we got back to the Harley dealership, we had parked the bike, had walked inside, used the restroom, and come back outside, and there were still bikes pulling in. Wow. This. Yeah, the biggest ride I was ever part of was uh, a 9-11 memorial that left from Boston to New York City. And it was either the first, first or second year after the after that happened and the ride was so big they shut it down the uh state police were like no 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 <laughs> you're not going into manhattan with this many bikes but most of the people still went anyway and it was just chaos when we got to the city do you guys enjoy those big rides i did for a while i i enjoyed the camaraderie and just being in a group that big but it's stressful because that the rubber banding effect in those big groups is just amplified so we were on a parking lot and had to make two turns before we got on the interstate. And then you get on the interstate and everyone has to floor it. So the bikes take off and then there's a gap and then the next person gets on and they go even faster. And then eventually you're going too fast to slow down once you catch the group and then a couple people run into each other. So that's the... Now, is that what you mean by a big ride? Is This question is pertaining to how many riders or big ride as yeah, big riders and riders, like the biggest group, essentially. You ever done any of those, Mike? Uh, the biggest ride that I did was uh, it was more of an off-road ride. I had my KE-175 that I rode from. But this is an off-road ride. This is with a whole bunch of other four-wheelers, three-wheelers, mm. other dirt bikers. That was 100, I think 100-something people we all rode up to Knick Glacier. Nice. And you have two big water passways to to go and one of them was rough enough that you had to use a a tag line so that you could run your your bike or your your ride across the river and not uh, be swept away. Mm. It's pretty we got into that glacier that was awesome. Yeah pictures of that. Oh boy, I would have to. Yeah, <laughs> got to dig through a box. <laughs> I yeah, I'd have to do. Yeah, that, that was years ago. That'd be cool to see. Yeah. yeah, but that's that's the most people I've ever rode with on handlebar, um, handlebar type rides. Yeah. You don't have a rubber band effect there because everybody spreads out. Yeah, but everybody isn't kicking dust in front of somebody else. You don't. You don't <laughs> want to race up on the person in front of you. No. 
Don't need to breathe. <laughs> I will say the most fun about uh, my trip on that 9-11 ride is I was on a rented V-Rod at the time. So this was before, way before I bought the Deuce. I was still trying out all sorts of bikes. And that was a, that was a brisk ride home, I will say. Brisk. <laughs> yeah. It was brisk, as in the pace. Mm-hmm. That V-Rod's a fun bike. It's too bad it went by the wayside. So what other events? Anybody think of some other ones? Think of any gems or nuggets? Like uh, some less known things that people might not be thinking of out there? Aside from the big events and the ones we talk about all the time? John, I know you got one hiding under your hat there somewhere. Under that Shelby Cobra hat. I, I gave you my gem. My one that not many is that's the the Bull City Rumble that maybe not a lot of people know about. Um, you know, there's one here. There's one here in Raleigh that Mike came up to, which um, I don't know. That I went the first year was okay. The second year when Mike came up, it wasn't as much as I expected. It kind of let, was let down. Looks like this is going to be August thirty first. Right. What'd you say, Mike? Uh, the right, well, to me, I could care less about the turnout. It was still a good, it was still a, a good location, still a good ride to me. That's yeah. all that matters. Oh, right. it's, a, it's a vintage event. I didn't realize that. Yes. Oh. There was, there was cooler bikes to look at practically in the parking lot. Cause we spent what, maybe 30 minutes in the show where the actual display yeah. bikes but then we spent longer yeah. going from wherever we were going to go, just on the side of the road, just looking at everybody else's bike. That was cool. Yeah. Oh, this is put on by the the Ton Up, um, Ton Up NC. So we've saw those guys at Barber on the racetrack. Oh, Johnny John, putting a link to that in the show notes right now. You do that, buddy. You work on that. Um, and as far as group rides, I mean, yeah, it's. It, it's interesting riding group rides. I guess I did the big group ride. I've done it, you know, this last year with the East, with the meetup. We had 70 bikes, 80 bikes, and it was a lot. And planning it and leading it was very stressful um, as a backside. But, you know, once you find a group you ride with, I have a core group that I'll call that. I have six people I ride with that we ride, like, really good so we can we know what you're going to do and we can just go there's something to be said about that of when you're riding with people that you ride with frequently enough that you can actually not feel like you have to babysit everyone yeah yeah the group was, yeah the last year or um we went down and did a trip late november we went down to the Florida line, there were six of us, and we were going through 95 through Georgia, and we were doing some... We are moving at a brisk pace through traffic. <laughs> brisk, again, brisk. <laughs> brisk pace. And there were six of us. It was just like everybody knew what to do. And it was, it was real funny. One person would leave, you see the three just fall right behind, the next three would go right along. You know, so, in formation, you know, side by side, or not side by side, but, you know, stagger formation, and it neat to see yeah yeah my my good buddy robert and i back in massachusetts i mean we 
we rode together most of the time and it's a nice comforting feeling to ride with someone that you ride with a lot. You just, you know, all their little habits, you know, everything they like to do and the, the trust factor is huge. And it's just, it's so enjoyable to ride like that. And I, I got that way with Rico too. I mean, we would go side by side for miles and not even twitch. So it was almost like one, one bike going down the road. That's really cool. You guys ever get close to your rubbing handlebars? Ride was small enough. Still a group ride, but small enough that there's not that stress that takes away from the event. Right. Or from the experience. It changes somewhere around four people, doesn't it? I would agree. Riding with a pair is great. Riding with three is a lot of fun. Riding with four is good if it's a good four. And then beyond that, it could be anything. <laughs> I found six works real well. If you've got the person who's taken up the back is good at blocking. Yeah. 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 After six. We had a good group in Gettysburg. I'll say, you know, my hat's off again to dangerous Dave. He ran a nice ride for us. And what did we have, John? So Dave, Chris, me, you, Bacon, Lonnie. Wasn't Brian there too? Was Brian there too? That's seven. Zion, that's eight. So we were like eight deep at one point. Yeah. That was a good ride. That was a good day. Yeah, Dave did good. We kept it going. Yeah, that's true car links. You're not you're not imposing on people. Right. Right. That was a good mix. Can't wait to do that again this summer. Yeah, when I went to that rally down in southern New Mexico this year, I think we had eight. And it Worked out well for the most part, except for on the way out there, the guy that was leading us did not care how far ahead he got of anybody else. So I think there was him and then <laughs> me and one other guy up there. And then the other group, the rest of the group was probably a mile or two miles back for most of the ride. Right. And it's through, it's through the country. So there weren't traffic wasn't an issue, but we, he actually lost his phone out of his pocket somehow while we were flying down the road. So when we pulled over to find it, everybody caught up to us. And then we took off again and everybody, same thing. They, he took off and didn't care about anybody else. Just so that was him. kind of frustrating. I so, mean, I, I stuck with him, but I probably shouldn't have, honestly, because he was doing 90. Well, <laughs> I won't, I won't say how fast he was going, but it was too fast. Brisk. Yeah, the brisk, one brisk. The one real easy weakness is uh, letting somebody else determine your ride. And when you're yeah. talking about motorcycle riding, you can't be doing that. Yeah. Yeah. Another thing as a leader, you, you know, I lead lead rides and I've done both way. I mean, I've been in different spots in the group and as a leader, the comment is, is the, the pace of the rate, the pace of the ride is as fast as the slowest rider. You keep together. If you're going as a group, then you stay at that pace. Should be, yeah. And if you and that's what you should do, and everybody needs to deal with it. So I meant I meant to ask, John, I meant to follow up on this. So when we first started riding, or sorry, you first started riding with us, I yeah. felt you would be good as the sweeper. So when you guys are in group rides, are you the sweeper or are you first? Like where do you fall? I'm usually in front. Are those balloons? Usually the leader. Oh. <laughs> I'm usually the navigator. So it's usually um, depends on who's riding. I mean, it all depends on who's what ride we're doing and where we're doing. 
we have people that like to lead sometimes they want to lead for a while they lead yeah. navigate or you know we rotate around like somebody that's been leading says i'm done i don't want to lead no more somebody else lead and we rotate i mean but i think you're largely the navigator though because you yeah you've got everything lined up from the map to the route you know all the yeah. planning is there so so it's usually the navigator piece is probably is um sid or myself are usually the main navigators mm-hmm. kind of leading with the map uh, Bobby kind of has his phone out too, but now since Bobby got the big bike, he's kind of the more the cruiser. He's more tail now. Yeah. Or when we get on interstate, he'll get up front and run up front. But you know, it all depends on what we're doing, who's riding, who's with the group. And, you know, that's what's kind of cool with our group. We can rotate who does what, and nobody has a problem. All right. But, yeah, I wasn't too happy having to lead you, John and Roger and his dad. <laughs> when we met up, but you could have you could have gave me the directions. I would have done it. <laughs> yeah, no, I since I was the only one that knew where we were or where we were going, I understood why. But I was yeah. like, mm, it's stressful. I hope I did okay. I know I had to slow down a few times because that road through Albuquerque on the west side, there's or on the east side, is terrible. Yeah, but, it's one of those things of you did fine. It's uh, it takes practice leading and having a good leader to follow or watch helps a lot yeah um to understand what you got to do just kind of make sure that if you're going to change lanes that everybody can get through and right and don't kind of like split the group up that's the biggest thing and i guess mm-hmm. the next big thing that you know i'll throw out his group and maybe chad can throw his tidbits out because <laughs> of the uh mc and stuff but you know riding next to the on an interstate, riding next to the on-ramp is not smart. You should be at least in the middle or to the fast lane because you got oncoming cars that could split the group. And that's something you don't want to do. You know, if the group is kind of somebody in the group is kind of spread out, you don't want a car cutting in between that person. Right. Yeah, it's pretty well spot on there, John. That's a, uh, that's a, a little bit of a sort sort. Uh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Chad. Oh, no. Go ahead, Mike. I already said it. Go ahead. Well, as a professional driver, that's exactly what uh, what I've always thought about when people and I've seen, I've ever seen other motorcyclists. Uh, that high speed lane, that is the one exception to the rule. If you're on a motorcycle, that's where we're supposed to be. I don't care how fast you're going, that's where we're supposed to be. You look at your all all the driving manuals. That's where they say that that is what that lane is for. So it's a universal. That's kind of rule. always been my. That's been my thought process because I ride it through Albuquerque and it's a pretty busy city. I would always just get to the fast lane and and basically stay there, just because that way you don't have to worry about two sides of two blind spots, one on each side or anything like that. You just got to worry or about the one middle lane and front and back it's better. Yeah, and it always gives you. You know, if you're in a high speed lane, you usually got a nice median, so you got the way to go left if you have to divert. You know, that's that's kind of what I've learned. Um, variety. Um, if they don't like it, then go to the right and go around me. Well, I was going to say, unless you're 10 mile an hour slower than traffic, then you got to get the hell out of there. <laughs> and usually on a bike, you know, you're not doing that s- slow. Usually not. Awesome. So I have. I have one more event that I want to ask about. Go ahead. Does the MPC count as an event? Oh, it's certainly, yeah. most certainly. 
It's the best one I, of the year, isn't it? <laughs> I you guys haven't given us details of the changes yet, but I'm excited to look forward or I'm looking forward to that. You said March first is when you try you're gonna try to do it. And I'm I plan on at least trying to trying to do something as long as the rules aren't too crazy different. Because I like the way it was set up last year. I wanted to go see some small towns. Yeah, we're trying to get all that launched by March 1st. That'll give people, uh, what would that be, two months, a little over two months to absorb it and get signed up and all that stuff. So honestly, at this point, we talked about it before. It's really just all the back end stuff that's got to be tidied up. The videos and documents are all done. Mostly. Yeah, I got a secret weapon with that right, so that's why I didn't say anything about it because I don't want anybody cheating on me off of me. Secret weapon. <laughs> All right, well, I'm going to thank some people. If you guys want to gather up your, your final thoughts, we will do... Thanks for the finger, John. <laughs> we'll go, in. I guess, in the same order. We'll, we'll do Jacob, Chad, and we'll finish with Mike. Or actually, Mike, see, we're at the hour mark, so we'll start with Mike in case he loses yeah, signal. Yeah, start with me because I'm in the mountains right now. There's one spot where I'm probably going to be losing my call. All right. Um, Hold on. I, I got to thank some people first, then you can do your bit. How about that? Well, you might, okay, go for it. <laughs> so let's take a moment and recognize the people who continue to make our show possible. And we do that by thanking the Riders of Loud Pipes, of which three of them are with us tonight. So thank you, fellas. First five would be Marcus, Rickard, Edward, Jebby, Zion. Slack pack would be Chuck, Navi Tire, Old Man Slacker, Sir Mike, and the executive producer of Chaos and Mayhem. Love the name. Thanks, DD. Barbershop, Steven and Jacob. Loud Pipes Racing is Mr. Birch. And then we have Steve, Micah, Kenny, Dangerous Dave, James, Bronco Ride, Rich, Joe, and Tony. That makes up the riders group. Darren, the Motorcycles and Misfits podcast, Jared, Kale, and David round out the insiders. And we appreciate all the support, no matter the size. And if you want to join this group, show your support to the show and the studio as a whole, visit loudpipes.net slash donate and check out all we have to offer. Sir Mike, it is all yours, my friend. Uh, So what are you wanting? Closing thoughts? Yeah, final thoughts, anything you missed or any other questions you want to throw out there, we'll we'll take it now. Um, only the other thing, I, I'm kind of excited about this podcast that me, if you don't mind me doing a plug here. Not at all. Not at all. All right. So I got this podcast that I'm that I'm starting up. Uh, I'm really excited about it because there's a lot of there's even a new idea that uh, just got bloomed to, tonight. Um, just really want to put some observations out there to help people out with given topics of discussion. And, uh, I'm looking forward to getting to work on, on Emerald, which is my 2005 VTX 1800 uh, Honda and, uh, getting it changed into a chopper. But in order to do that, I got a shop. I got to build once I get that done, I'm going to explore, I'm going to share that process, share the process of. Uh, changing up the bike and then also share the experience of going to do uh, motorcycle shows with my bike um, and uh, yeah just other than that I, I, I really appreciate everything that uh, Loud Pipes has uh, done for me as a trucker you guys have given me a lot of good 
listing material, especially when uh, sometimes it gets kind of sparse. <laughs> Life gets in the way, so, right? Well, there's that too. Yeah, and I'm over and stop before I get into the dead area. Um. Uh, yeah, I really appreciate the brotherhood that we've uh, developed with this loud pipes and the slack pack. And I really want to be a. Oh, I've said it enough. I need to just shut up and ride. <laughs> I was so gonna say, that, sh- shut up and ride. dot com is where exactly, I should go. <laughs> that's exactly it. Thank you very much. Um, that's exactly what it's called. Shut up and ride. Because sometimes when you talk too much, you're missing the point. Time to just shut up and ride. And with that. I'm going to go ahead and close out because, like I said, I'm about to get into this dead area. Okay. Between the paint, people, and ride like everybody's trying to kill you. All Later right. on, Mike. Take it easy, brother. Drive safe. Thanks, Mike. Shifting gears. All right. Let's see. Jacob, you want to close it out for us? Yeah, just to kind of piggyback off of some of what Mike said, I just, I thank you guys so much for putting this out there and and building this little community that we have. And, and as somebody that just started writing and doesn't have all the connections in their local area, it's been nice to find a community, even though you guys are all over the country that has same interests and same thoughts about writing. And you guys aren't like the typical stereotypical bikers that everybody talks about or everybody's scared of. And <laughs> I just like that you guys put out a good name for, for bikers of all kinds. And, we kind of have a nice mix of of cruisers and some sport bikes now, especially with the R1 there, Rich. And just, it's been a great community to be a part of. And I'm happy to support you guys. Thank you. And then as far as, as far as for plans for this year, I just, since I'm still a rookie to sort of speak, I just want to make sure that I get get my skills better and crisper and developed just so. I don't make a fool of myself anywhere or put anybody else in danger or myself in danger, especially with two young kids that I got to think of. It's something that's, I was surprised when my wife was like, yeah, go ahead and get a bike when we already had a (laughs) a one-year-old. And I think at that time we knew one was, the other one was on the way or it was right around that time. So yeah, kind of surprised me, but I'm happy that she did. And I want to make sure that I show her that I care enough to protect myself and others and make sure that I'm able to, ride properly and safely and then i just really want to get out to the million dollar highway again that i've been on that road in a in a truck and trailer not a semi truck but a box truck and trailer working forest fires and it's a beautiful ride and i just want to be able to experience on the bike just sounds like the perfect ride for me to do this this year very nice very nice well thank you for that and you are most welcome we enjoy doing the show and as we've, I think we've talked over the years, the the community that's grown out of it is sometimes a lot more fun than than the show itself. So it t- takes on a life of its own for sure. All right, the executive producer of Chaos and Mayhem dot com, <laughs> Chad. I, I get a dot com now. That's awesome. Oh, you want Fantastic. me to make it dot net org? No, I can't. Let's go with dot gov. Dot gov. Yeah. Oh, whoa. Chaos and Mayhem dot gov. Only on the weekend. Oh, they'll think I work for ATF. <laughs> right. <laughs> the only thing I can say as far as closing on this is, you know what? Everybody just get out and ride. 
Amen. You know, do something. Take the weekend. Pack up your bike. Find the closest state park. Throw a sleeping bag and a tent on your bike and go. Nice. Well done. Johnny John, is your throat uh, able to give you give us a good send-off or what? Sure. We'll do it. Yeah, it's been awesome. I mean, I don't think I talk I think back to 2018 what I did do I think 2019 is going to be bigger and bad better or more I don't <laughs> think I'm not going to do as much I, I don't know I one minute I don't think I'm going to do as much and who knows what's going to happen you know I'm going to taper down and then he's off to who knows where Yeah I've got a plan March I got first big ride in March so say like, John are you going to take it easy what do you got going on Oh we're going to ride up to Boston for some Fish and chips. Clam chowder. Yeah. Yeah, we're gonna do that. You, you wanna go? I'm I going to get a lobster roll idea. up in up in uh Narragansett and I'll be back. What'd say, Chad? I said that doesn't sound like a bad idea. I'll meet you there. <laughs> yeah, we, we can pick up Dave on the way. I'm gonna come down your way and get some beef ribs. <laughs> but only on Tuesdays and Thursdays. <laughs> and if I'm late, I'm Wednesday. staying a week. <laughs> go ahead, John. I thought it was Wednesdays. Is it Wednesday? Was it Wednesday? I don't remember. It wasn't Tuesday because we were there Tuesday. Whatever it is, it was not when Roger was there. Yeah. Uh, but no, it's been great. I've really enjoyed hanging out with everybody in our clubhouse and hanging out and meeting them and getting to know all the guys. It's it's awesome. So and everybody that listens to our show, you know, I appreciate everything. And it's really awesome to see the feedback we get. And, and, uh, you know, as Jacob threw out for the MPC, I, I mean, it, we've talked about it before and you tooted out some more. I think this year is going to be a really exciting year. And I think Rich sees it. And, you know, I think that sends kudos to how much to change or what changes we did, I think, are going to be exciting. So, yeah, definitely excited this year. So that says a lot because admitted, admittedly, I was not last year. So. Yeah, but you had a lot of stuff going on, so you know it's okay. All right, Busier. what you got for final thoughts there, Mister Warfield? Well, I guess uh, I'd like to echo what what Chad said: is just go out, everyone ride this year, go find an event that you've always wanted to see, and just go do it. You know, whether it's a big one or a small one, or you know, find your local bike night. You know, check those out. The local places like Cycle Gear and restaurants and things like that. You know, they're not going to do these events if people don't show up. So it's the same thing we've talked about with racing. If we don't go and support the riders, then the shows will be no more. So I would just add that. Go check out your local events. And I think we're going to skip our events for this episode. We've talked about that stuff enough. And I will just, again, thank the riders of Lab Pipes for their continued support. And if anyone wants to join our, our group, hang out in the clubhouse with us or any of the other shenanigans that we have outside of the show, that would be at loudpipes.net slash donate. Um, we do the show as often as we can, Thursday nights, 9 p.m. Eastern time. This is our second spoken wheel. So it's a roundtable episode, conversational, gives us a chance to bring in different voices and break up the, the content a little bit. And if you want to join us for one of these in the future, just go to these, I think it's the spoken wheel no, spokenwheelshow.com. John will straighten that out for me. 
Um, maybe it's just thespokenwheel.com. Now I got to look because I'm going to sound like an idiot. The spoken. Yes. Thespokenwheel.com is the site. That will give you a place to sign up for future episodes. So the next one is going to be February 28th. We have a tentative topic of the state of vintage motorcycling. Two slots open for that. We have Mr. Floyd Finch signed up for first participant. We have two more, and we also take two alternates for the spoken wheel in case somebody gets tied up. Uh, Sir Mike, for example, tonight, he wasn't sure with the being in the truck and things like that, so we had uh, Chris Geis on deck if we needed an alternate. And I think that's it. Additional information from this particular episode can be found on the website loudpipes.net slash 150 we have all sorts of links there you can leave us some feedback subscribe to the show and of course follow us on that beloved social media john john put your kickstand up parking break off buddy all right chad fire it up later dad (laughs) jacob thank you so much and Sir Mike, we appreciate it. He had to go. Good night. Good night. See you guys. Thank you for listening. Please consider supporting the show. We offer generous rewards for your contribution. Find more details at loudpipes.net forward slash donate.